It's pretty good. I'm wearing shorts. Um, Ooh, so I'm in shorts it's too. That time, it's that time of the year. <laughs> Sun hot. <laughs> That's all I have to mm, say. <laughs> Sun indeed hot. Yes, winter is definitely <laughs> behind us. Over here, everything was right on schedule. The 1st of June ticked over. The temperature just jumped by 10 degrees, like clockwork. It, it's the time. It's Big coats have been put away. The heavy jeans have been put away. All the, the loose, flurry linen shirts and shorts have come out. It's summer. It's adventure time, finally. <laughs> I'm now imagining Jeff in like a Fabio-type situation. <laughs> he said like... Ah, yes. With my long... Well, with, with my long flowing... I don't really have anything that's long and flowing anymore. My long flowing beard. <laughs> Just imagining Jeff there in a long coat and then a beard and like, you know, sunglasses and a fedora. <laughs> oh, yes. no. That's, oh, don't do that to him. Even in your imagination, don't do that to Jeff. <laughs> I mean, I've recently, I've recently gotten into wearing Henley shirts, so I could, I could, you know, I, I'm aboard the Fabio train. <laughs> I mean, and you, oh. are, you are a fine looking gentleman, so I'm sure you could pull it off. I'm sure Thank you, you could pull it <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 no such thing. Jeff's quite classy. Oh, yes. We, we, wait, what? <laughs> You've met me, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I think the time has definitely come for our digital adventures to be put behind us and the call to step outside and spend time outdoors <laughs> has arrived. So, hi, welcome to Indulgently Minimal. I am Moggy and I am joined today by Jeff. Hey, up, guys. And Murdoch. Hello, everyone. And on today's Blobcast, we are going to be talking about the call to adventure, i.e. summer is upon us, and there's that whole period of what do we do with ourselves now that the nice weather is here? Like we can go outside and the rain doesn't hurt our face for a very brief period and we've got to, or at least where I am, we've got to maximize that time, maximize the time where the wind and the rain doesn't hurt your face. It's that idea, like the sun comes out, thus should the barbecue, because you can't leave it oh, till yes. later. We can't do it next week. It might rain. <laughs> it's going to rain. <laughs> I will interject this going outside business that comes with a grain of salt that is definitely <laughs> geographical. <laughs> Your location may vary. <laughs> Your location may vary. I don't think it's the wisest idea to be sitting outside in 40 to 45 degree weather <laughs> and say, ah, oh, summer. Oh. <laughs> yeah, here there's definitely an evening culture for sure, especially mm. when it gets to sort of August. I'm not looking forward to the 35, 36 degrees. I don't know how you guys do it. Oh, we, in, we inside, mostly indoors. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But it is mostly indoors during the daylight hours. That that's yeah. that's the point. Yeah. It makes sense. I mean, as we've mentioned multiple times, and we've been having many, many great epic adventures on a very small handheld device, you know, Legend of Zelda, but maybe it's time to, you know, go outside and, you know, actually go on an adventure, see some, I mean, Koroks are cute and everything, but maybe go outside, pedal armor, you know? <laughs> well, uh. I, I know in the past when I've been very much caught up in work or in certain goals, I've tended to neglect time to both relax and time to go and do something. So like the summer I would just work and let all the other people go and, you know, take their kids, or, you know, on holidays. And it gets to you eventually, right? And mm -hmm, mm -hmm. now very much I feel like when summer comes, I do, I feel like, uh, you know, I am a character in a Joseph Campbell type adventure. The, the call to adventure is there. Uh, do I answer it? Do I begin the novel? Mm. A strange hooded man comes to your door holding a mysterious <laughs> note. Would you like to go on holiday? Yes, I would, please. And you disappear to the underworld or mm. the beach. 
Uh, a small side thing here as well. In terms of like, you know, summer vacations, I think one of the strange things that happens as you transition from like a student to an adult is that, you know, summer vacations are not a given. You have to schedule them in. You have to book the time. You have to find the money. You have to decide what you're going to do. Mm -hmm. There's a lot less of it. There's an awful lot less of it. Wow, yeah. I miss being that's I don't miss being a teenager. I really don't, but I do miss having, you know, month or multi-month long vacations. Mm-hmm. Oh. And that's the thing, like Well technically technically you could still have that. You just need to be unemployed. <laughs> I did it for a year and a half. It was great. <laughs> yes. Similarly, I did spend a lot of the COVID era unemployed and loving it. I, I guess that's the thing, like the first thing I would like to talk about today is the, is it the call to adventure or is it the call to lie down on a beach? Can you call that an adventure if you're just sort of lying down on if a beach? It is, if it is outside your daily norm, then yes. Ooh, mm. ooh, some profundity so, um, there. What, mm. what, you know, the, the excitement of not having anything of you on your schedule? <laughs> it's like, dude, does one dare to dream? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, an, adv an adventure is, do is going out and doing something different and new and for some it, that for some that's running atop a mountain that's going down a gigantic mountain same perhaps mountain on a sled and for some mm -hmm. it's sitting in a taverna and watching beach dogs mm -hmm. all day oh dude i was in a taverna uh, by the ocean this weekend and there were dogs there was cats there was delicious food it... summer is here and i'm i am enjoying that aspect of it there are some awesome dogs mm -hmm. awesome dogs <laughs> Yeah, because I think for me, like, I don't know if this is maybe what I want from the podcast in general. He's trying to teach my brain to be happy because if I go on an adventure and by an adventure, I actually mean like, you know, like, for example, I would like to learn to scuba dive. That's just something that's sort of rumbling in my brain at the moment. Oh, that's neat. It is. I really need to sort of go beyond the want phase. I'm still in that. That's a nice idea. I need to take that and sort of go, hmm, that's a nice class. I could join that one. <laughs> but I know sometimes like I'll take a vacation that really is like, you know, a trip to a new city or, you know, a hiking holiday or whatever. And I'll get back from it and go, I wish I'd taken some time to just chill. And mm -hmm. then if I take a chill holiday where I just spend, you know, two weeks on the beach in a nice relaxing place, just eat and sleep and generally chill, I'll come away from it feeling relaxed and rejuvenated, but also disappointed that I didn't do more. So mm. <laughs> I don't it's know if like, this is my brain like, just punishing me. Oh, it's like we're... Uh... We're aware of the choices we didn't take, and we're all, you know, we're kind of we're happy with what we did, but we're regretting that we didn't get to do both. It's mm. it's, it's, it's that weird it's that weird part of I don't know, I don't think it's just modern living; it's living in general, isn't it? It's that we have the choice, and we're aware of it, and we, in a little way, grieve the fact that we didn't get to choose both. Is is, or is multiple? This, is this the green gremlin? Oh, the, the, grass, the grass is, is always greener. greener. <laughs> it <Yeah>. is. <laughs> it is. And and I think this is maybe the other downside to the summer mentality. It's sometimes too hot to do things. Mm. And location experience may vary. <laughs> your, your experience may <laughs> I, vary I based on your location. And I can so, attest. So you could go away in August and be like, ah, my summer is here. I shall go check out that. Nope, I'm going back indoors before my skin melts off. <laughs> and See, one of the things about living in a temperate country is that never really happens. 
you just have to pack. The downside is you have to pack multiple outfits because you don't know what the weather's going to be. Hmm. Oh, well, that's Murdoch's bag. I mean, and by bag, I both mean his style and his literal uh, bag. Overly packed with too much stuff. Uh, well, <laughs> we mean, will revisit this later. <laughs> I'm sure. Calling you out, bro. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, because I, mean, I mean, you know, Moggy, you want to learn to scuba dive, which I think that that's 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 really neat. I'd like to I'd like to see some underwater bloopy pictures. Uh, if you can, can you take pictures underwater? Another question for a, another time. Yeah, I think you need a special camera or something. But yeah, that's something to look into. Maybe we'll do an episode on scuba mm. diving. Welcome to mm, Indulgently yeah. Scuba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, because I've got a, uh, I'm I'm doing a in the next few weeks is a thing called the Three Peaks, which I'm, I'm ah, sure. Yes. A few people are aware of. Yeah, you know, it's like... I've, Could you, for those that don't live in England, put in, like, very brief terms what that is? So, what we would call mountains that aren't <laughs> mountains, but are, in fact, just large hills, in a 50... I think they're in, like, a 30 or 50 kilometer radius, and you climb all three in one day, and it takes a... You know, you, it's a marathon. You do it in a big actual, circle. If you yeah, do the, yeah, you, the, you know, the normal route, it's about 26 miles. I think that's a marathon. Uh, it's something like, I think it's like 30 kilometers or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's obviously, there's a lot of up and down. Yeah, there's a lot of up and down. And yeah, 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 yada, yada. It's, you know, it's, it's fun. It's not particularly uh, dangerous or harrowing, but it's, you know, it's, it's a physical endeavor. Hmm. And it kind of scratches that itch I have of wanting to run off into the woods and become a hobo <laughs> once again. Oh. <laughs> That was a once-in-a-lifetime experience, I'm guessing. Why do I feel like your next D&D &D character is going to have the hermit background? You're sort of like, yes, I oh. spent the last 10 years living in the woods. I got a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, my D&D &D character, who I'm sure you, you're familiar with, Pot Roast, did uh -huh. do, has done that, but not of his own volition. He just kind of accidentally did that. He's kind of a Forrest Gump sort of character. You know? hmm. A lot of your characters do have the tendency to wander off. Yes, yes, they do. I mean, they say we put ourselves in our characters and we really do. <laughs> oh, they wander in. I remember the, the non, it was a character that never made it, but it was your Starfinder idea where he just accidentally wandered onto a ship and ended up in the, in the game. That was the idea. So it wasn't wandering off so ah. much as wandering on, but still, there's a lot of yes. meandering. Smudge, he was a giant rat character and he saw some people that looked cool and just followed them and ended up in a, <laughs> ended up in in a campaign you really always do the plan put yourself in these characters <laughs> <laughs> they say well you know you play what you know ooh that looks cool off you go <laughs> you can literally wind him up from oh i mean we've got an adventure coming up haven't we in um in austria i'm really looking forward to just sort of winding you up and seeing you ping off into a city oh yes <laughs> Oh, oh my God, what is that? Oh my God, what is that? Is that a chocolate museum? <laughs> oh, you know damn well there's a chocolate museum. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I know. Mm. How about you, Murdoch? It, it sounds like you guys have made plans. I have the other problem. Uh, it's basically, you know, I'm, I'm bursting with the excitement of the opportunity to actually, you know, make plans for a change. It's like, oh, where can I go? What can I see? So many choices. So many oh, no. choices. <laughs> Oh, the analysis paralysis. <laughs> analysis, analysis paralysis. Analysis paralysis. Analysis paralysis. And it's not helped by the fact. So much to do, so little time. <laughs> uh, it's not helped by the fact that, like, this is a me personality thing. It's like I have no problem sitting in one place for, like, you know, two weeks doing absolutely nothing. And it's, it's not necessarily a good thing. I think but it depends. Yes, like that, that's pretty much it. Like you have to make a decision at some point in time oh. and decide I'm going <laughs> to horror. go here or I'm going to go there or, you know, figure out I can't go anywhere. So I'm just going to go to the beach for like a week. I feel like you would do well backpacking just 
pick a direction and wander. No decisions. You just walk until you hit your oh. next one. <laughs> I would like. I've, I've done that. I would love. To, I would love to see Murdoch backpacking, and I would also <laughs> love to see Murdoch's backpack because it would need <laughs> wheels. It would look like those um, Koroks from Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> find him in just random parts of like I don't know Europe. People go backpacking in Europe. That's the. You know, that's the stereotype. Yeah. So you're just sort of like, okay, in Zurich, you just find on the corner of a street Murdoch, like on his back, like a turtle, just like (laughs) legs (laughs) flailing. Yeah. I need to get to my my hotel. (laughs) There's a very simple answer to that that, that question or like, you know, that, that possibility. It's like, I just need to leave all the tech behind. That's it. Everything else is manageable. I mean, you this just is need a, a phone, that, man. You just need a phone. This yeah, is a podcast yeah. that is not about tech, but I'm going to say, like, if it gets beyond the phone, the tablet is enough. The tablet is mm-hmm. light and it does everything you're going to need. You don't need to be working on your vacation. You shouldn't be working on your vacation. Murdoch, why did you bring an entire server farm with you? Well, you just don't know. <laughs> Uh, you joke, but you joke, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that, that. That would be the appeal of actually setting up everything remotely, so you can access everything on a tablet Stop, or a phone. This is a vacation, Murdoch. I'm on vacation. <laughs> I don't want to remote into my home server and be able to, like, you know, edit the podcast. I want to just jet off to lands unknown and get lost. <laughs> that that that's a very good idea. I shall consider it. <laughs> It's, I mean, I, I mean, I know it's not. I know everybody, everybody holidays differently, and everybody does things differently. True. But for me, True. when you're going somewhere new or different, it's for me, it's about going to that place and doing all the new things, doing the things that they, how it's done there, eating the food that's there, where I, where it's optional. I mean, being being a vegetarian, sometimes you know the the classic culinary dishes of pork, chicken, beef, and lamb, not so easy for me to get into. But you know, you can Somebody skirt around Jeff. it. <laughs> somebody feed Jeff. <laughs> Please, yeah, somebody but, feed no, him. Like the, the, the lack of vegetarian options has left him cripplingly thin. Hmm. <laughs> it's getting really good around a lot of places. I mean, okay, oh, so yeah. when, when we're in the rural parts of Greece, the options were a bit limited. But that's what you get when you <laughs> get to an any olive. rural Is this areas. a vegetarian option? <laughs> <laughs> the amount of places that think chicken is vegetarian baffles me. <laughs> It's like they don't consider it a proper meat, so it's vegetarian. It's like, it's a bird, it lives near water. No, it doesn't. And even if it did, that doesn't work. Mm. It's a duck. It's a fish. (laughs) Yeah, and I think what I would like to cover in the next set of episodes, which we're kind of setting up for here, is exactly this idea of, you know, why do we go on vacation? Like, it's a very modern idea, vacationing. And... But at the same time, like our modern way of living is, or at least can be so stressful and so uh, it gets to you. And yeah, it's, it's so, it could be so stressful and so fast paced and unlike how things were, say, you know, let's say, you know, 300 years ago, you're working on your, you're working on the farm for your feudal lord or well, not feudal lord, but Yes, you were in a you were in a set location and life was hard, but at least you were touching grass. Mm. Whereas now you can spend months and months without actually seeing any greenery, without going, 
without seeing anything living, without petting a cow. It, Dude. it gets to, it gets to you when it really does get to you after a while. And because life is so fast paced and the job is so, or the jobs that we, it can we be do demanding. in general are so much stressful and demanding, mm-hmm. we need to be able to just take those clean breaks and run off and skip laughing happily into the shallow pools of a lake. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, you say you don't go outside and touch something green and living. I mean, depending on where you live, especially in certain parts of Northern Europe, you can actually go without seeing daylight for extended periods of time. And that would re- that used to really get to me because <laughs> s- well, certain office buildings are designed in a way that you don't get natural light. So especially mm. if you work in a basement or if they have like the tinted windows to, you know, save on electricity so you don't have to cool the building as much or heat the building as much. Yeah, you can wake up in the dark and go home in the dark and never see the sun. And for a lot of parts of Northern Europe, that's like six months of the year. At least, well, three or four is enough to get to me. <laughs> mm. Which which six months? <laughs> I, I, may well, have to, in... I may have to start scoping. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a nice place to go for about a week. <laughs> Murdoch is so sick of the sun already. <laughs> it's June. It's only June. You've got months of this. Uh, uh, so, but at the same time, like especially now when it's not just the job that gets to people like, you know, not to get too serious, but financially people are worried, you know, there's a lot going on in the world and, you know, vacationing can be expensive and like some of the things that we've talked about, but maybe haven't really delved into as much is this idea of regretting, grieving the money we've spent. And I don't think there's anything worse than spending a huge amount of money on like a package holiday and then coming home and realizing like, okay, here's a question for you. Have I, Moggy, ever been to the Netherlands? I have flown to Amsterdam more than any other airport in the world, but I've never left that airport. So like, I yes, I think I, I, I posit, I posit that, that yes, we've never actually, we never left the airport fully but we did leave the security area because when we flew through the netherlands that one time and we got turned around and we accidentally left the airport instead of going to our connecting flight they were so so nice you know but we have technically left the small security the area bubble. but it's but yeah it's a very it's a very fair point i mean you know, it, does that re, does that truly count as visiting the country? Can we say we've been yeah. to Switzerland when we flow through Zurich? I don't know. I don't think we can. Hmm. I I would agree. I, mean, I, I wouldn't say I have. I have. And I have driven I, through Netherlands afterwards, so I can. Yes, I, I've, and I've been to a I've been to a McDonald's there, so I can say <laughs> I visited Netherlands. Uh, Nethers Mackey. No, I uh, I've, yeah. I've, I've had the same situation before, just flying through that that, that very nice airport. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not That's hopping out nice until last year where I decided, you know what? <laughs> yeah. I've been through this airport enough times. Might as well go out and see the city. And so I did. Yeah. And then took, you know, a, a train out into the, the country to see a friend. And it, it was nice. So I, I I personally can say I have been to at least a bit of the Netherlands. <laughs> but oh, I understand that idea of like passing it through the airport, never leaving. <laughs> well, the reason I bring it up is that certain types of holiday can feel like that to me where if you go to certain places on like package tours uh, cruises can be similar for this you pay quite a bit but everything's included your meals your board like a cruise is basically a floating hotel but to me that's not 
what I get out of the holiday. Like I wouldn't feel like I've truly visited a place if I never leave like a little compound or if I'm airdropped into a city for four hours to kind of run around manically doing everything and then leaving. I really appreciate the the time to just sort of sit and I want to have a coffee. I want to sit and, you know, on a balcony or on a veranda and just sort of like take in a place. Just take it in. It's I think I think there's a very different experience between going to a place, wandering around, seeing what's happening, and doing the same thing but with a stopwatch in the back of your mind. Mm. Yeah. It's th- those are two very different experiences, and I, I think you um, you approach things very differently. You know, when you when when you're doing it on a short time basis, you're there to maximize your time perfectly, and in a way, it kind of I don't know it it reduces a lot of the charm, a lot of the romance from the travel I, for me. Yeah, mm. and you know, there's even worse for me. Like, I mean, I do want to put it out there. Like, if this is your jam, if this is how you relax and enjoy a holiday. You do you. I really want to push that concept forward. Like you do. Well, absolutely. You. Every, everybody. Everybody enjoys things differently. Yeah. You know, some people would absolutely hate the way that you and I um, vacation, Moggy. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the idea I'm really trying to dig into here is that by understanding yourself, understanding how you vacation and how you get the most out of a vacation. I think that's the way to avoid wasting your time, wasting your money, but also wasting this precious resource that is like, I can't think of any other way it's like recharging. You know, Mm. like the call to adventure to me is that idea that, okay, the period is upon us. I can go out and actually live. I can go and do something that I'll come back Mm -hmm. to my job and go, okay, I am ready to work towards the next time I get to go out and do something. It's about Mm. having that time and space to do what you want on your own time. It's something that's purely for you, which is not something that you get to do very much. Well, it's not Mm. something you get to do. I was going to say in adult life, you don't really get to do it much in uh, junior life either. But it's that time period to to go and do exactly what you want, how you want and when you want to. And that small period of freedom is very very important i think it's just as important yeah. as the relaxation element it's about exercising your personal freedoms to do whatever it is that you want exercising mm-hmm. your it's personality why... like actually exactly. letting your personality out to play rather than like that sometimes i know many of us put our i don't say our true self it sounds so pretentious when they say it out loud but you know we we put ourselves in a little box to conform and to it's an, it, to adapt and survive. You know, we need to get mm. through sometimes this awkward corporate little box that we live in. And a vacation really is the time to kind of unlock the box and let, I mean, for me, let the little weirdo run around. You know, it's literally like taking the toddler inside and putting him, you know, in a, in swimming shorts and just letting him run on the beach. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's about being able to go outside and, you know, prod that weird pit of clay with a stick because it sounds fun or see if yeah. that mushroom's squishy or or say hello to the crabs hello or say hello to the crabs <laughs> hello hello crabbies you know it's like our friend it's... put on, uh, on on a group chat it's going out and taking pictures of that giant mushroom you found you know it's just like <laughs> look at this it's so cool other people need it's... to experience this <laughs> can't look at it without hearing the sound effect <laughs> <laughs> diddly, diddly, diddly. yeah oh Oh. And maybe that's maybe that's the other point I'm trying to get at is that the call to adventure, which I 
I really was quite happy with this sort of, um, you know, the hero of a thousand faces idea because our life is an adventure. Our life is our own story. Mm. But it doesn't have to be the call to, you know, strap on breathing apparatus and dive to the, the depths or, you know, hike up a mountain. Your, your adventure is your own. And if your adventure, you know, is going to an island and finding a, a perfect spot on the beach and then not moving for two weeks, that's mm -hmm. your adventure. I mean, you know, your adventure, I mean, for, for some people, the adventure may not even necessitate leaving home. The, the, the adventure, yeah. could, the adventure could be, um, you know, building something or learning something or, you know, spending two weeks digging a gigantic hole in your back garden because you're redoing it all. <laughs> or going. Shout to out to my friend that's doing that. It's it's very impressive. <laughs> nice. Or or going to pottery class. I've had friends who've done, who've done that, and they've had a really good time. I mean, like it, it's making, a change of pace. Making something, whether it's you know just just a memory, a photograph, or you know a little clay vase <laughs> or or a it, badly formed coffee mug <laughs> all the, fr this all is the friends we made I along made the way it. it's the badly made pottery we made along the way it's <laughs> the it's letting ourselves experience something do something make something we we've hmm. we've talked about it before art doesn't have to be museum worthy to be worth something it's hmm. letting our personality out and exercising it because we don't get enough chances to do it. Talking about when we talk about Zelda, playing it the other week, it made, I was running around having lots of fun and thinking the weather was great. You know what? This I want to go out and actually experience the world. And I went for a walk and it was nice. Mm. And it was like an entire, the glen where I lived by was just full of wild garlic and it was Ooh. smelled fantastic. And there was like Ooh. dandelion seeds blowing everywhere. It was, it was very, very cool. Yeah, um, um, and then I went home and played more Zelda. It was <laughs> <laughs> well. See, I thought that story was going in a different direction. When you say like the the sun was shining, it was such a beautiful day. I'm going to play outside. <laughs> you took the switch into the garden. And oh, <laughs> you know you can't play outside. There's too much glare. Uh, well, you know maybe games like this are also important for days where you can't go outside to inspire a sense of what's that? What's that fun term? Wanderlust. Mm. Yes. Well, yes, Tears I mean, of the again, Kingdom and Breath of the Wild uh, were amazing for like exercising that. Mm. The Wanderlust man, it, it never leaves. I really wanted to run into the woods again and just be a hobo. <laughs> for, it's 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 ev it's ever present. It's ever it's like walking to work thinking, hmm, that's a hill over there. I bet I could I could better be there. I could, I could be over there in an hour. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, I think one of the best jobs in the world has to be travel journalist mm. or those TV presenters, like Michael Palin used to do a lot of these, you know, he would just try, yeah. he would, you know, come up with some conceit, you know, pole to pole or city to city around the world in 80 days. And, you know, he made a living going around and seeing the world, the lucky Torak. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like the last comment I'd like to add, I think it's also very important to kind of keep that desire alive. It is very easy to sort of fall into like a constant repetitive cycle of, oh, it's okay, I'll do that next year. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And never get around to it. Planning. You know, uh, always be planning and dreaming. Mm. You know, I, I, one of my, you know, life goals is to visit Japan. I just really want to see that country and I want to see the cherry blossoms. <laughs> But, <laughs> that, you know, that, that, that's going to make for a very interesting conversation very soon. 
It's going to be a very interesting conversation very soon, but it's also just ridiculously expensive. Oh, my word, is that an, an expensive country to travel to? So, like, it's... Mm. It's one of those awkward phases of it's something I really would like to do, but I also want to give it time and, you know, the finances to experience it. So there is like this really delicate balance of not putting plans on hold so that they just never happen, but also not, you know, taking out a second mortgage just to do, you know, one thing. It's, it's I guess it's about my, I guess it's about mindfully planning and planning mm. long-term, planning short-term. Mm. You have a goal, you, you have this goal you want to do. Well, okay, I can't do it right now because it costs this much, but what can I do in the short-term meantime that will lead to that? Mm. How do I budget for it? How do I plan for it? I guess it's like having... Yeah, having short-term goals and long-term goals, and if the short-term feeds into the long-term, brilliant. Indulging um, mindfully. To look... Yeah. Indulging mm. mindfully. Indulging minimally. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay, Put so do you guys? <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. Do you guys have any final thoughts this week? Uh, other than the woods, they call to me. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff is going to be kidnapped by Faye. I, I'm calling it now. Jeff is going to be kidnapped by fairies. We're losing him. Hopefully it's more spirited away and less Pan's Labyrinth. You've mm. been you've been to the Glen. It's very, it's very Faye-like. It's very Sylvan. Very Sylvan. It's very Sylvan. I guess we know where Jeff's going after this recording. Murdoch. <laughs> Well, an interesting opportunity has arised for the end of the year. We will be discussing this shortly, but I think, again, I'll just like to reiterate, it is important to kind of keep that desire ongoing so you have something to look forward to. We've mentioned this before, but this is more along the lines of somewhere to look forward to. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Give yourself a goal, give yourself a direction, and it's something Mm. to either carry you, push you, or drag you through, you know, those <laughs> difficult times when you're working and wondering, why am I doing this? It, this is why. Do it for her. It gives you, as, it as gives you nice traction. Reference. Yeah, mm. it gives you traction. Okay, well, thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this one. We've been Indulgently Minimal. We're on Instagram, Indulgently Minimal there. Check us out. We try to post as much as we can there. Any questions, comments, send us an email at indulgentlyminimal at gmail.com. I've been Moggy, and I've been joined by Jeff. Take it easy on yourself, guys. And Murdoch. And remember, folks, don't be afraid to indulge a little. Exactly. Hope you've enjoyed it. See you for the next one. Bye. Take care, everyone.